Sometimes you gotta go back to actually move forward. I don't mean all the way back to dental school. Let's face it, that was an awful experience. But when it's all said and done, you still have questions. That's what Paul and Justin are here for. To answer your questions as your dental business mentors. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Dental Business Mentors. We are your dental business mentors, Dr. Paul Hutchison, and my partner here, Dr. Justin Bullard. What's happening, Justin? Doing good, man. It's always good to be here. It's good to chat, connect and stuff, and get down to the nitty-gritty. So let's do it. We're trying to make these questions, things that are timely right now, because we know we're in a weird kind of time. Like These past two years have been very weird. So like, what is our question today, Justin? It's about retaining staff or recruiting staff in the current market we're in, right? We've heard all these uh, newly coined phrases like the great resignation that's going on at the moment and people who are making major lifestyle changes and the ads have been out for a couple of months and we just can't find a hygienist, et cetera, or the typical recruitment and, and retention issues. So what are we doing about it, man? And how are we adapting? Yeah, you know, it's a tough thing because I hate this like this coined phrase, that great resignation, because it keeps on coming up on my Google News feed. And I keep reading about it, and I'm just like, stop talking about it, because I think there's a lot of people that don't feel that way, but then they feel like they read these things, and they're like, I'm missing out on something. I've had two people leave, and not that I'm happy about hearing about this, but they don't like their new jobs that much. And not that that should make me feel good, but it kind of makes me <laughs> I'm not going to say it makes me feel good, but you know what I'm saying. It, it kind of does. Anyway, how do we keep people? Because we're so scared and we're so scared to lose staff and we're so scared to be short staffed. And, and, and a lot of us are already short staffed. So what I've kind of done with my team is just up to the communication, you know, trying to explain to everybody that I want this to be the greatest place to work. You know, I want this to be the, a good place to work for everybody. And I know we can do this if we work together as a team and we communicate, and we make sure we stay to our, our core principles and we hold each other accountable. And that's not just me, guys. That's all you guys. You know, that that's, that's up to you. I'm talking to my team. So that's one conversation I like to have. But yeah, there is some elements of pay increases and everyone on my team has gotten pay increases and everyone we hire is starting to start higher than they've ever started before because that's just the market. And that's kind of the way it is. And I think what we're going to see which isn't so fair to the long-term tenured team members is there's going to be this wage compression where the people are starting at a level closer to the people that have been there a little bit longer. And that's just, you know, these are just market dynamics. I think that's how it's going to play out. I don't know what's going to happen a long-term. I, I would say we're having trouble hiring. We've hired some front desk people, which it's went pretty good. We've had a little bit more trouble hiring assistants Hygienists, I have no idea where all the hygienists went. I, I just don't even, I can't even wrap my mind around what the heck just happened with hygienists. I was reading an article about how the hygienist to dentist ratio is almost at a one-to-one -one nationally with active practicing people. So that could be part of it, but I have no solutions for that. But if you're wondering what I am doing, what is that doing in his practice? We have tried dental posts. We didn't have that much luck with it. I'm not poo-pooing dental posts, but we just did not have much luck with it. We were doing, we're doing Indeed ads and we are sponsoring the hell out of them and they're costing a ton of money. But I will tell you, our last three hires have come from people within that some friend reached out to them or someone they went to school with. And we're giving a $500 bonus to everyone who finds somebody. And so 
we're just doing everything we can. And, you know, the biggest part of it is just keeping your team and keeping them happy. And that's just comes from the communication and addressing the issues in the practice and, and also those appreciation things and stuff like that. But it's tough. And I would be lying if I said I had all the answers because I don't think anyone has the answers. We're all kind of in this situation and, and everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's having the same struggles. And I don't think anyone's figured it out. And I don't think it's a little knob you can turn to make it go away. It's just time and the market needs to settle down and, and things need to kind of equalize out from whatever the hell just happened. I, I don't know, man. Like what's going on with you with all that, Justin? What do you think? So I, I think everyone's pretty much in the, the same boat, you know, so to speak. I, people early on in the pandemic were using the word unprecedented times quite often, right? We've all heard yeah. like, these are just unprecedented times. And I've said this before, but it's, that's just obviously another way of saying like, we have no clue what's going on or what's going to happen next because we don't have a basis of comparison, right? And I think it's fair to say that anyone who's practiced in the last 20 years probably feels the same way about recruitment of team members, like it wasn't hard before. It was challenging in the past as well to find good team members, retain good team members, but you would you would get many more applicants than you do for an ad today, right? A month or two can go by and you may not get a hygienist. That to me is very new. You know, we've been building and growing practices for 11 or 12 years now, and I've never experienced a period of two months where you are actively looking for a hygienist in every way you can and not seeing any results. So it's hard to say where we will land. So I think instead of trying to predict where we're going to land, just deal with things in a priority sequence, right? Like your, your action plan should really be, okay, what's my, my main issue here? I need a hygienist. Well, how do you solve the hygienist problem if you can't get one? Well, the first thing is I would take and figure out how to have your hygienists become more productive, for example. And one of the ways to do that is through a assisted or team hygiene approach. You know, we have some hygienists who are doing really well working with an assistant where they're able to work out of two chairs back and forth. So that's one. Sometimes it's, For a period of time, you could take the associate doctor or the doctor themselves. And honestly, I hate to say it, but dude, like there are some docs out there that are just going to have to do a little bit of hygiene from time to time. (laughs) I just threw up in my mouth. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Me too. (laughs) It's hard for me to say, dude. I I almost, I I want to cry a little. (laughs) But honestly, I think if you're a couple of years out, you know, like we have docs who are willing to do that. We have a doctor who's been practicing for years and, you know, just likes to work out of one chair, do their own hygiene, et cetera. I'm not suggesting you do this. I'm just saying, you have to adapt. There's something you got to do. So an assisted hygiene approach is one option, leveraging what you already have as your fixed expenses, maybe adding that additional team member who's obviously compensated far less than the hygienist, but allows the hygienist to be more productive. That can help you effectively increase you know, your revenue within the absence of a new hire. And so, so that's one approach. If you're, if you're talking about trying to hire, we've tried all sorts of things, Facebook ads in developing recruitment funnels and Indeed and, you know, you name it, we've tried it and it works. It just takes a lot more time. Can't say we're not finding people. They're just coming in much more slowly and where maybe I had three, four, five applicants I could interview and I could really choose who we felt was the best fit. Sometimes you just have to take who you can get. People are going to use phrases like, well, you know, you hire for personality and you train for results or no, you, you can't, you know, I'd rather go a year without a team member 
like that fire quick, hire slowly stuff and all these things that they talk about in the business books that, that I hear people regurgitating to me all the time. I'm like, yeah, those are great phrases, but at the end of the day, your business depends on productivity and you, know, you can't have an empty chair for too long. So my suggestion is just take it day by day, deal with the acute issue, if the house is on fire, put it out, and then deal with the restoration afterwards. It just take your day-to-day and, and work it out. Assisted hygiene is a viable option. It really is. So get out there and do that. Sorry, there's no concrete way. I think we're all going to suffer through this. One more thing I will say, actually. I think, this is my prediction, could be wrong, that things are not ever going to return to a normal sort of state, right? I think if anything, it will continue to be challenging to find quality team members over time. So I think it's important for us to take a step back and maybe think about how we can develop certain roles through training programs, right? So for example, I can't do that for a hygienist, but it depends on the state you're in. You can do it for an RDA. I can develop an RDA training program and put them through it and have a team member take them from point A to point B or an admin team member, someone that works at Starbucks and you can pay a similar wage to. And a lot of times these new people, because they're grateful for the opportunity in a new career, we have three or four now like this, that we're actually training. They're not coming in at those higher wages, right? The people who are coming at a higher wage and saying, hey, I want, I want like, just as much as Sally, who's been here for a decade answering the phones, are the people who are leaving other positions for higher paying jobs. They have experience. It's not the people who have no experience at all. Those people will be grateful. But then you, it's your responsibility now to train them. So there's a lot of sweat equity there, right? And so I think you, we got to start thinking along those lines. And we're just going to have to do things that we don't want to do in order to solve these problems in the short term and bank on the fact that it's not going away anytime soon. So just put the fire out and see where we land. So it's, it's maybe the solution is developing a better onboarding for... It is. It, it is, for sure. I remember one time I went through the McDonald's drive through and this girl was so freaking nice on like the intercom. And then I went in, I, I gave her, she took my payment. She was so nice. And I'm like, holy cow. I'm like, we're looking for someone at the front. We should hire this girl. So I go back through there and I, I order another large fry and I go, hey, this is a weird question. I just thought you were really nice on the intercom. You seem like a really nice person. I have a dental office, you know, we're looking for really nice, like outgoing people such as yourself. I don't know if that's something that would be interesting to you, but I promised you we would pay you a lot more than you make here at McDonald's. So I gave her my card. I told her to email me. So she emails me and I'm like all excited. I'm like, oh, it's it. She's like, she's subject line, like the girl from McDonald's. And she goes, I don't know if it's going to be a problem with me working daytime hours. I'm only 16. And then I'm just like, oh shit. Like, what if she gives this to like her dad? And then like, you still like, Oh, what creepy ass guy is trying to like give you a card in the McDonald's <laughs> drive through? And I'm just like, Oh, fuck. I'm like, I'm sorry. I thought you were like in college. Like, yeah, that's probably not going to work for me. Like, yeah, you got to yeah, work some yeah. daytime hours. <laughs> but that was my only experience trying to recruit somebody I met on the spot. And that was how it went. So I don't know. You ever do anything like that? Well, all the time, man. Yeah. Don't let it stop you. I think it works. I think one of our <laughs> best office managers was an ex-bartender. She just knew how to shoot the shit with people. Yeah, social. She, she was very organized and efficient. Because, I mean, if, you're, if you've ever worked in, at a bar, you'll see how complicated it is to get these drinks up quickly on time and done right. And so she had like those, those soft skills that she had developed. Worked out great. I would, say, I would say do that often. If you see people in areas and restaurants, and bars, like just become an advocate for your practice and talk to them. I mean, even if one or two work out over the period of a year, it's pretty good. 
See, I love that you point that out just because it's something that I haven't really thought too much about. And I'm thinking about it like, yeah, what about, what about instead of putting so much energy into trying to find people, maybe put it into your onboarding and your training yes. and let's develop people that are happy to be there. Yeah. No, hundred percent. If you're going to do that, that's, that's where the real work comes in. Right. And so that's what we're, we're working on at the moment, man. It's going to take us a few months to really see this through, but it is, it is a solution we're going to try and we'll see how it works out. Awesome. We'll send your questions to info at dentalbusinessmentor.com and check out dentalbusinessmentor.com, just $179 a month, no contracts, month to month, lots of videos, tons of content from me and Justin. And we'll talk to you next time.